As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1560, and I don't know if this happens to you every so often, but when I'm watching a Star Wars story of any kind, something that pops through my mental situation at one point or another has to do with the economics of the situation, in other words, where's all the money coming from and where's all the money going? And I don't mean that in terms of the production values, for example, you know, how many people are are getting hired by the animation department, you know, how many executive producers are there and what kind of money are they making? No, I'm talking about the in-universe situation. I'm talking about where are all the characters getting their money? <laughs> now, it came up for me again in Star Wars Resistance because, first of all, with Casiono, right? He is a pilot for the New Republic Navy, so that's his job, so he's getting paid. But you also get the idea that he's rather well off because his father is a senator and, you know, he put Kaz through the academy and into the Navy, like got him, you know, all of the training and all of the education and all that whatnot. So, you know, senators generally also usually come from, you know, wealthy families and that sort of thing. So, there's every reason to think that Kaz is pretty well off. And certainly his behavior when he gets onto the Colossus indicates that. You know, when he's willing to make crazy bets on things. First of all, you know, 100 Republic credits and then 500 Republic credits. And then suddenly it gets up to 1,500 Republic credits. And at some point, you know, like I'm sure he's not walking around thinking that he has that much money necessarily. But even, you know, to bet 100 Republic credits to begin with, at some point... There is a disconnect, I think, in you know the young kid's head between what he thinks he can do so the money isn't even at risk at the first place. It doesn't matter that he doesn't have it because he's going to follow through on what he's hoping to do with the betting on the dart throwing and whatnot that he was doing there. So, yeah, on the one hand, you know, money, no object to him, and is also kind of divorced from reality with you know what any kind of money he would have to be dealing with he would have to need or would even be required to have in a situation which you know can be very much like you know any kids in the real world that you and i might be parenting for example so there's that to begin with but he has left his family for all intents and purposes i mean he had a you know not very fun conversation with his father where you know father was like you know oh yeah now what do you want ah. and the kid was like well i think i'm just gonna do this on my own and that ought to mean that kaz is going to get cut off from whatever new republic funding he might have which 
anyway is probably what would need to happen in his new situation. And that new situation, of course, is working as a spy for the Resistance. So he's basically abandoned his job as a pilot in the New Republic Navy, so he doesn't have his paycheck anymore. He is going against his father's wishes, so now he's probably cut off from the trust fund, as it were. And it's something that Susie McGrath's character said uh, in this whole episode, in the first two episodes, said, you know, got me also thinking about this, which was that they were barely scraping by as it was Team Fireball. And so, uh, you know, they have to be earning money somehow, too. And now they've got another mouth to feed, so to speak, with Kaz. So that's a bit of a problem, isn't it? How are they making money? Well, they're doing it by getting repair jobs. And maybe the fact that Kaz had such a successful, comparatively speaking, run with his challenge against uh, Toradoza, uh, maybe that's going to end up getting them a little bit more notoriety. And maybe that will end up leading to more work for Team Fireball, perhaps. So I guess that's a bit of a good thing. But, you know, there's no discussion of the fact that, oh, hey, you know, this new kid is joining the team and, oh, we barely have enough work as it is, so how is this going to happen? You would have to think that the Resistance is going to try to slip some money in on the side here somehow to support Jarek Yeager and Team Fireball with all of the, you know, the means necessary for Kaz to be able to do his job, but really to be a spy for the Resistance there and to report on the activities of the First Order. So, I mean, Jarek's going to get caught up in this one way or the other, but is there any money changing hands? Like, is Poe Dameron going to start sending money to Jarek Yeager to help support Kaz on a regular basis? Or is it just, well, you know, here, I'm sticking you with a kid, Jarek, and good luck. Hopefully he's going to be able to earn his keep with you. Otherwise, I'm just making your life even more difficult. But there does seem to be another route for Team Fireball to pursue that would bring them money, which, you know, ultimately this was not the way Poe Dameron wanted it to go. So... You know, that raises its own issues to begin with. And that is having that fireball ship from Team Fireball, having Kaz actually turn out to be an ace flyer and be able to be one of the five aces that gets to bring the team over into Doza Tower and gets to be treated much more lavishly by comparison. The fact that it's described that high tower, as it were, since that's what the episode is going to be named later on in the season, the high tower. Um... Seeing as how there's better food there and there's better this, that, and the other, you know, it sounds like that's a bit subsidized to some degree. And I guess it is because those aces are charged with the protection of the platform. So, you know, they're not just flying around for their own crazy racing amusement. That's actually their job to be that good. But in the meantime, like getting sponsorship, like getting, getting anybody to, you know, slap their logo on there for the additional visibility and whatnot... Well, yeah, that's not the kind of visibility that Poe was certainly hoping for with Kaz. In fact, he was hoping for no visibility at all. And yet, and yet, it seems like this is going to be part of the plan after all, that Kaz is going to be so visible that nobody suspects that he is actually a spy for the Resistance. Anyway, so, yeah, wondering about the money changing hands and how the heck this whole operation is getting supported. That was just, you know, one of the things that had been floating through my mind as an unanswered question after watching the first two episodes of Star Wars Resistance. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the financial funding of this Resistance operation, so drop me a line wherever you happen to be catching this episode. That is going to do it for today. If you are not subscribed to the show, hey, subscribe. If you are not yet supporting the show, please consider being a supporter. 
And that, like I said, is going to do it. So it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And may the force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.